Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I want you to imagine everything I tell you as if you're there yourself. Welcome to Dragoncast. Do you remember any of the events that led up to your disappearance? Whilst we're waiting for House of the Dragon Season 2, Jamie East and Chris Mandel dive into some acclaimed series just ripe for a bit of analysis. Don't come unless you leave your front door open. You have to invite me in. First is Britt Marling's cult classic, The OA. I remember. I remember everything. And we are live uh, on this bonus episode of Dragoncast. I've got a mouthful of sandwich, and this is... Uh, I'm Chris Mandel, miraculously here, after jumping from another dimension. Ah, um, now I've pressed record very quickly. Normally we have a bit of a chat before we press record. We do. But Chris's flab has been gasted. We are now into (laughs) part two of the OA uh, rewatch for me. Uh, First time watch for Chris. I would like to caveat, though, that as... Anyone that's listened to more than 20 seconds of this podcast will know I've got a memory like a sieve. I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm like a, a goldfish would look like a, someone with a PhD compared to me. Um, I can remember I can remember major bits, uh, but m- the vast majority of the OA, I've, de- I've delightfully forgotten everything. So I do kind of feel like I'm watching it all for the first time again. Yeah. And... I yeah. can remember watching it all, like binging it when it came out. So I did the whole second part like within a day, and felt yeah. and felt as as kind of like trippy as you would imagine, as you do with any program, let alone the OA part two. Chris, initial reactions, please. We're doing just <laughs> we're doing two episodes per kind of uh, episode yeah. podcast. So we've we've done the OA part two episodes one and two, and they're long. And Chris, take it away, please. Over to you. <laughs> I'm gonna eat my sandwich. I feel like my brain is completely broken. I mean, we've done episode one and two, so that is two, just over two hours of high concept, no hand-holding, brain-frying. And yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. I'm absolutely blown away by it. I think first episode was definitely quite a lot of work just to sort of process what's going on. There's... Um, Kingsley Benadir is a new sort of cast member doing a very seems like an adjacent storyline that is starting to sort of dovetail as of the end of episode two. But so just okay, here's what here's what I've understood. Prairie successfully entered the slipstream and is in a new dimension. Kaboom, correct. And an alternative reality. Uh and 
Hap is there, Homer is there, Renata, Rachel, Scott. They're in like a facility on Treasure Island off the coast of San Francisco. Which I didn't even know was a real place, amazing. I presume it's near, like, is it a bit like an Alcatraz kind of? Yeah, well, it's it's, it's, connected. it's not as far off as that. I mean, it's, it's, it looks like, because I, I Googled it straight away ago, and they kind of just decided to call something Treasure Island. That must exist. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's yeah. two kilometres by two kilometres off the northeast um, coast of San Francisco. Oh, wow. But only, like, separated by a bridge, or it's not like Alcatraz where it's completely cut off. And right, I see. Seems okay. to be, it seems to be quite um, industrial mm. um, over there, but okay. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, so so Prairie is is it worked basically like mm. the thing that we saw. It's really interesting because we did talk when we did the last episode. Like the finale sort of did try and plant the idea that it was all bullshit, and obviously it's not. Yeah. Like it can't be. It can't be. It, it happened. It, it, it happened. Worked. So what's interesting is, and I, I can't remember. And, and again, I can't remember. So I, treat me as if I'm watching it for the first time with you as well. It's interesting. They've all. They all seem to have jumped. Um, rather than yeah. just, and I think that's, that's, I guess it, I'm almost certain it gets explained at some point, but they're all there. They can all remember their previous life except for Homer. Yes. And the reason in the second episode that is the case is that they think they're in the dimension in which Homer has his NDE. Yes, that's right. Because in, in season one, we saw him eat the starfish out of the yeah. fish tank. Um, in, yeah, so, yeah. So he's in. To him, he's in just like home. It's just, it's just a reality for him. But I think, yeah, the thing I haven't quite got my head around is we saw a, a, a cut away to like what happened when Prairie was abandoned on the side of the road, and Hap took the other four prisoners, freed them. Homer ran and then sort of came back. Yes. Um. So they did the movement. Yeah. So they, they. I guess what happens is if you if you jump together then you go together. Um, and maybe there's a reason because Homer was the last one, but but Prairie did hers separately or was separated by glass or there was some... Yeah, cosmic- I kind of wondered if... Because the thing is, Prairie didn't actually do anything. This is what I find confusing. Like the kids... She was the other side of the glass doing the movements with them because otherwise it wouldn't... Right. Because otherwise it yeah. wouldn't have worked. Like they needed five people doing the five movements. And she was and there. I, I was thinking also so much of the the thing that makes it work is intention. And I actually wondered if she jumped with the prisoners, like those two things happened at the same time. Yeah. And that's why she jumped with them. And that's why, well, as far as I'm aware, none of the, the school kids jumped. Right. Correct. Or we, we, maybe we don't know that yet. No, well, we, we kind of got some, we're talking about like the last scene of of episode two. Oh um, my god! I mean, it's just so there's all of that to deal with. So there's the fact that that holy shit, this the, the movements worked. Prairie was the OA or is the OA? Mm. Um, she's now seemingly yet again trapped in this dimension where no one can really understand her except for her fellow um, kind of cellmates in in yeah. season one. Uh, yeah. Rachel is mute um, and can't. Um, can't orate or can't write. communicate, can't write, yeah. can't, can't, which is which is interesting. So she's replaced Prairie to Hap 
you know, Prairie was was yes. perhaps kind of made kind of like look her after, you know, kind of assistant. help her assistant in, yeah. in season one because she couldn't see. Um, so didn't know what she was looking at. And so that's transferred. Oh, of course. So, and Rachel can't communicate what she sees. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, that's a good like swap there. So Hap is, at first, you know, Hap plays a great game. Uh, he's now a doctor. I can't remember what his name is. Uh, Hunt, is it Hunter? Yeah, something. Percy Hunter. Percy, Percy Hunter. Hunter, yeah. Oh no, it's it's Hunter Percy because his initials are HAP. HAP, that's it, yeah. And uh, so he's like head of the, he's almost like the nurse ratchet <clears throat> of this of this kind of um, yeah, yeah. this this hospital this this mental institute they're in, and um, and Homer is his kind of number two, so to speak. And but as we learn, as we learn over the two episodes, he's still he's transferred he's got all his knowledge he knows exactly who they all are he's playing it straight not letting on to anybody else because he's still up to no good he's still Mm. trying to do something we learn towards the end of episode two kind of what exactly that is he's trying to map map the dimension building an interdimensional map which is what Mm. uh, rachel was trying to communicate using the monopoly board and the figures and all of that kind of stuff yeah Yeah. Uh, although there was a great moment in that bit where she was like holding up the map and like going people were going oh uh 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 and someone went it's a map and everyone yeah (laughs) it's like yes renata yeah exactly she was like it's "It's a map map," and then sucks a lollipop yeah how would no one guessed map how would no one people were like (laughs) planets solar system bridge and she's like exactly map but rewinding a bit you know as you say it's quite disorienting you know episode one you feel like you're watching literally a completely different show a completely different drama you're in like a a detective kind of like missing girl detective ish kind of yeah exactly yes um with your man from um what else was he in he's been in a few things actually. he did uh didn't he play um he's a brit isn't he he's british isn't yeah he? well he's in he's in the next marvel show secret invasion ah that's it. yeah with olivia coleman he was in that um didn't he play martin luther king didn't he just do mm. wasn't it last year he was nominated for an oscar that's right yeah yeah, he's the um, lad's, lad's done well. The lad has he done has well. done well. I didn't know he was in this, and I also had no idea Zendaya was in it. No, well, yeah, there was a whole Pre- lot of Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah, but there's another cast member from Euphoria as well, wasn't there? There was the other girl who isn't Zendaya or um, Sydney Sweeney, the one who plays like oh. the trashy Italian kind of. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, she's um, she's in there as well. Nate's first girlfriend. Yeah, it's really, really, it was really jarring. Um, yeah. But yeah, I thought... Especially because episode... Zendaya literally plays Rue. She just like looks exactly the same as Rue from Euphoria. I know. So I, I thought that was really interesting. And, and yeah, the, the, at first, it, all the stuff about the game and the missing person, I found it really hard to get my head around. But it sounds like actually the house is the focus of... Yes. So the way I is... understand it, and having watched it a couple of times now, is that... The game has been was created by, we think, mm-hmm. like this Russian, we, uh, a Russian oligarch who, we, you know, it wouldn't be unreasonable to assume that that's got to have something to do with Prairie's dad or Nina's dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the game, I think, was like a almost like a psychological test that was created to 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 weed out extremely clever and um, susceptible people. For what reason we didn't know until towards the end of episode two, when 
there is they're they're all put together in this room with these weird mouthpieces to silently record their dreams and mm-hmm. they were looking for similarities and they were they then and and as the lady in the the wheelchair explained um three images out of all thousands and thousands she was saying like oh, every person has like four rem states a night times that by blah 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 you end up with like thousands and thousands of different dreams and over a period of time three images sprung to mind and one was a stained glass window one was a tunnel one was a curved staircase and there's only then you have to take a little leap of faith where they go and there's only one place in the whole world yeah. that has all of that. I'm like, mm, okay, how do you know that? And more importantly, how did you find it? And it turned out yeah, it, was, yeah. it was the house that looked derelict where the guy, where the detective found uh, the bed of the missing girl and all that kind of stuff yeah, in there. Yeah. And he was like, it's just a normal house. But then you start thinking, well, that fella, that fella jumped out the window and did he jump? Was he trying to kill himself or... Was he taking a leap of faith? Um, and oh, of course, so that's yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. my mind that's is. The pink-haired guy, right? That's the, the pink-haired guy. guy who seemingly like just went mad and like threw himself out of the window. My my, I, I in in my head, I just remember Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, where he had to take the leap, walk walk over that that disguised bridge to see the yeah. light in the chat. Yeah, so all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> God, right. Let's it's really complicated, isn't it? It's but well, it's really it compelling. Is. It is. But I felt that like by the time I got to the end of episode two, I kind of right, I kind of get what's going on here. Haps building this interdimensional map or trying to. Um we don't know how he's doing that yet. There's something mysterious behind the door that Rachel discovered that led yeah. to led to, oh sorry, R.I.P. Sharon Van Atten. Well done. Saluting saluting you, even though you had a dreadful fringe. Um, Wait, that's is that Sharon Van Etten? That's Sharon Van Etten. Always has been. I told you that. You knew that. No, no, Come on. No. Yeah, that's Sharon Van Etten. She, she uh she just like auditioned on a whim. Of like of course it is. Of course it's there. Like, but I, I, I can't believe I haven't picked yeah. up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sharon Van Etten, amazing scenes. Yeah, one of my favourite ever singers. It's like fucking great. What the fuck? I know. Sorry. That yeah. Is- Anyone that doesn't know Sharon Van Etten is, do go and like seek out Sharon Van Etten's music. It really well, it's is like, most R- Rasheen Murphy was on that Joe Barton Netflix show. Yes. It's just like <laughs> completely bizarre. Like, yeah, I'm just going to go and act in this thing for a bit. Um Oh my god! Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Rachel saw saw something incriminating, stabs Hap, and then yeah. subsequently, did she get neck, a, a neck? I, break? I kind of heard like a little crunch, almost like a neck break. But then she's classic, classic shot. Which um, someone must have done a supercut of a supercut of how many times we've seen people lying on concrete and then a pool of blood slowly appearing around the head. It's a bit, it's a bit, a bit. You a kind bit of sit there waiting for it, don't you? It's like, where's the blood? Yeah. There it is. But um, also, I, not I don't know a lot about like bludgeoning people in the head, but like I feel like if you got a head injury and you were lying on your head, the blood wouldn't pull out; it would just soak into your hair. Yeah, I guess so. But that's less a less appealing shot. If anyone's ever and done then, that, do get in touch at yeah, Dragoncast underscore <laughs> underscore pod. Um, if you've ever whacked anyone in the head, yeah. please let us know. And then it goes into her eye, and then we go back to Buck, yeah. one of the school kids. Yeah. So the and the the, 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 the trans? Are we saying trans? There, there was there was some yeah, hormone, think, hormone replacement def- going on. Well, the yeah, mother, trans, the parent trans was calling maybe. them um, Michelle. Michelle, it's not Michelle, it's Buck. So we yeah yeah, we yeah. and and also because um, yeah, even like Prairie was like, oh, it's the boys and BBA. 
when she was yes. showing them the picture. So yeah, I yeah, think yeah, that's by true. all intents. Yeah, so, hang on, so but, that, can we just dwell on the fact that she drew that incredible picture from using a fucking crayon for a second? Hmm. And got absolutely no charcoal <laughs> on just, her top. Yeah, and just memory as well. It's like, hang on, you'd make a fortune she, on Leicester Square. Yeah. I think she looked a bit like this. Um, then we saw Buck's bedroom and it zoomed into the mirror. Yes. So um, now... First, I think the first time I watched that, I just assumed it was like a neat, neat kind of editing trick or it was just something like a fancy transition. It was a great transition. Um, but it's obviously meant to show that, that the worlds are connected that, and, and you can get back to them. Or, you know, there is a, there's, there's like a, a, a way back or a way to mm. and throwing and stuff. Uh, but was reading the books. Uh, that she'd, yeah. That she'd found yeah. in yeah. under Hap's, um under prairie's bed yeah so my god i mean it's a lot it's a lot to take in one thing actually when you talked about that guy jumping out the window i noticed there was a bit in the psychiatric facility with homer's watching through a one-way mirror yeah and then we've got the mirror in this final shot and then we have the window and i kind of wonder if there's something about these surfaces that enable people to prairie was also standing through a bit of glass to watch the shooting you may well be and right i, I can't remember so i can't i can't give anything away because i'm like, that feels significant to me uh just in the way that like also i realized that like the door in season one prairie was always asking people to leave the doors open yeah we never, never really got I explained forgot did it? about that and it seems to me like if rachel has died rachel can appear in another dimension like rachel's if rachel had a near-death experience mm. she would have briefly been in that place but if she's died maybe the rachel in that world will kind of will remember exist, what happened maybe yeah possibly have, yeah and have like if rachel in the the normal i don't say normal but the the regular world yeah has an nde she will think of like having her neck broken in that timeline like it's sort of well yeah because we saw there was like a crossover wasn't there yeah so so it it, it wasn't that this world was created when Prairie transitioned, when she, when she, when she went over the multiverse was already Always. carrying on. Yeah. It's just that all of a sudden there was a swap. There was like a body. Swap. She's conscious of it. She's conscious. Well, of she she the, felt she'd the, been shot. She was like, mm. and, and, and she collapsed people thinking that she yeah, had a heart that's right. And she would, she had a Russian accent. She was called Nina. She had right. a Russian accent. She was having some sort of dealings. And then her husband or boyfriend who is Russian, right? Came, yeah. We didn't see him, but he came to the to the facility and was and left. Yeah. So, and then she owns. She is on the deeds to the house that is yeah. like the special house. Exactly. So it's it's got to be to do with her dad. It's, it's, it's got. It's got to be something that did go over my head is something that I think Hap said, which was like everyone has a seed in their brain. Yeah, that was so. That was when it all so. This will that that will give you a clue as to how bonkers this season gets. Yeah, is that literally there was like a watercress thing growing? Yeah, out of uh, uh, that guy's ear because he'd guy's been ear. in the house. The house had sort of facilitated the growth of that seed. Is some, that why? Some I mean I generally can't remember, but all I can remember, I saw that and I was like, oh fuck yeah, I remember how crazy this fucking gets. <laughs> I remember it's like this. It's like it gets very surreal. It feels less, obviously it's only been two episodes, but it feels less spiritual 
I think because so much of it's set in a very like in like San Francisco and there's the, the app, there's the like Bitcoin references. I thought it was amazing that 2016, 2017, they're talking about Bitcoin. Yeah, I, I thought, my God, I, th- I thought we'd only started talking about this like a couple of years ago. There was Bitcoin, there was apps, Ether. there was... Um, there was what else was there? I wrote it down. The ether, what the ether? Yeah, crowdsourcing, uh, blockchain. Yeah, all of that stuff. I mean, in San Francisco, they have been to- probably talking about it since 2016. So True. I'm like, God, they really were ahead of the curve. But all of these things, the sort of palette of all of these references, and even San Francisco, which is, you know, in some areas, it is quite a poor um, city, but it's also like really forward thinking with like technology yeah. and stuff. It does feel different to the very rural setting. Augmented reality was, was a bit Pokemon Go, wasn't yeah, it as well? Yeah, yeah. And I thought very Black Mirror-esque with mm. that app. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it does give it a different sort of flavour in the way that I thought the ruralness and the religious in the, uh, aspects of season one were quite important. This feels a little bit more, just already just that it's sort of bigger and deeper and it's more... It seems to be leaning toward, more towards science fiction rather than yeah, theology, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And But it's so exciting. I mean, it's really, really weird. Yeah, um, Joe Biden president. That was the, that was the kind I, of, that oh was, like, that was the laugh, wasn't it? That was the big kind of like, oh, who? Who's Obama? It's Biden. It's like, I, oh my God. I could not believe yeah. it. Amazing. I could not believe that. That is absolutely bonkers. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, I suppose the only thing... I don't, the big thing I don't really understand is why Homer doesn't recognise them. But then my actual theory after watching that episode was he does. Theory. Yeah, well, but yeah. he's just playing up to the fact that he's pretending he doesn't because okay. it's safer. I can't because I, I, I can't. Remember. I can't understand the logistics well, of how he wouldn't know. It depends. I mean, I, look, this is I generally can't remember. It, it will have something to do with how maybe how cl- how close they all were when they you know the other four were kind of like didn't break the oh, chain he was the one that yeah. left the circle and then re-entered it did that weaken something yeah. i don't know I, I mean we'll find out i'm sure yeah we do find out yeah. somebody sent us a great tweet oh my um, god yeah we got to read i was going to bring that up as well but just hold on to your horses for a second we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and read the tweet see you in a second Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This will make more sense to you once you've watched the last episode, once you've seen how season two ends. Because, um, and I'll read it out for the for the listeners. Or you, you read it out. You read it out. Okay, so Cassandra replied to our uh, last week's episode... Uh, and said, you must watch season two of OA. No, it's not lost season six. Killing you off Although I would say so far it is giving a bit of that. <laughs> yeah. I would say, but it's not lost season six. All Chris's current questions will be answered. <gasps> amazing. That's an amazing thing to tell someone because I'm so excited. Yeah. The books are explained. <gasps> There's a reason Riz Ahmed was in the house. <gasps> There's a reason why Hap dumped Prairie. Oh, I mean, that's tantalising information. Tantalising information. So the reason Riz is in the house, I I think there's got to be some overlap between Nina owning the really important house in this timeline yeah. and Riz going to alternate dimension Prairie's house. Yeah. Do, is it all, to, is it Prairie's house is that as a, as a sort of constant in all these universes could be important? Yeah, maybe. Or yeah, yeah. is Riz Ahmed's character from an, it ha, has a consciousness across to... Is he like the dimensions. Doctor Strange of the whole thing? Yeah. He's the one that knows to go to the source, to go to the house kind of thing. That feels very significant to me, um, that he's way more than he seems. Um, the books, I mean, it's interesting that, yeah, that, that like Nina, as you'll know her in this timeline is Russian, has links to Russians. That kind of does explain some of the, wasn't there a book about Russian dynasties or something? It's the oligarchs. About, it's yeah. all about Russian oligarchs. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, what I like also is that they have, uh, it's, they're not withholding. They are withholding stuff, but they're, they, they, the show is very good. It's quite lean. They just crack on. And I think that's really yeah. good. It's, it's, it's all about the plot. It's, it's very plot focused. Yeah. Um, now, someone sent a tweet, and I can't bloody find it. They sent it to me. And I, I, I'm kind of half loathing whether or not, deciding whether or not I should read it out, because, it, okay, it's not going to give anything away. All I would say is, and okay. I'll, I'll talk about it more, because it really kind of gave me goosebumps. It's it's, it's such a meta show, DOA is. And yeah. you'll, you'll understand more once you've watched season two. Um, okay. And the controversy over its cancellation was insane. It was, it was next level uh, to, yeah. to, to, you know, to a relatively, I'm not going to, I'm going to say probably comparatively to something like House of the Dragon or Succession or something, relatively small audience, but deeply passionate and deeply involved in, in the storyline. Um, yeah. People went fucking mental, about it. <laughs> like absolutely fucking mental. It was the first time that Netflix had done what they, what, they, what they do all the time now, which is like, yeah, we're going to fucking cancel it. Yeah. Okay. And people went fucking crazy. The interesting thing about it was that there was very, very little um, discourse or even comment from anyone involved in the show. So Britt Marling, uh, Jason Isaacs. Really? Very, very little. You will find almost no comments about it other than, we're disappointed, we would have loved to have told the whole story. 
That's it. Right. They've never done any interviews okay. about it since. It's literally whole thing shut down. I interviewed, I did a panel with Jason Isaac sometime after about Star Trek. And I was in the green room chatting to him very happily, you know, chatting away, talking about anything. I asked him about the airway, buttoned it. Did not say a fucking word. Really? So, and someone, someone questioned, and, and again, you'll understand more once you've watched it, saying, is this part of the plot? Yeah. Is, is, is the cancellation all part of it? Because I read it was, they actually planned five seasons. Yeah, I thought initially they were doing three and yeah. they said five seasons. No, they planned five. Now, I, I think I know. We can't talk about it because, because we don't want to spoil it no. for anyone that's watching along with us. But I, I think I know a, a tiny bit of what you're referring to. Mm -hmm. but okay. It ends very weirdly. Um, and, and, and something that's never... But I remember people thinking it was part of the the meta-narrative that it exactly, is, like... Exactly, exactly. So it goes, yeah. it goes like meta, 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 meta. But people, but someone tweeted just going, I reckon it's all part of the plan. The, 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 and, and now all I'm looking for is kind of like dates and times and like mentions of like years or something so I can try and work out if there's a... If, if like in 2025 that literally you'll wake up one morning and the OAC part three will just have dropped and it will have all been part of the plan. That's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of like starting to look for. Wow. So, so if anyone else is watching this and, and has seen it before uh, or listening to this and, and has seen it before, help me out with this and start looking for clues or Easter eggs about times and dates just in case, Wow! because we will be the smuggest fuckers on the planet. Can you imagine if it actually came back? Yeah. But it, and and plus it was always part of the thing that they go. Oh, actually, yeah, that it was part of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great! Wow, um, it's it's a really a really special show, and it's so different, and it's so it is, and that's why yeah. that's I'm so glad you like it because it is just really different. You, you kind of watch it in. A, I feel like I watch the OA in a completely different way than I watch um, anything else. The, the nearest thing I can compare it to is I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan. Mm. Um, it's a little bit interstellary and yes. also Arrival. Um, in terms yes, of it reminds me a lot of that. Yeah. In terms of tone and the big questions that it asks you of yourself and of the characters, it just, it just puts me in that, that place where you're thinking about death and you're thinking about legacy and connections with your fellow humans and all of that kind of stuff. Um, mm. I just love it. I love it. It's a, it's a real kind of like fresh glass of water in the in the kind of like milky yeah. world of television. I think some of the thing that seems to really cement that feeling of it just having this like understanding of its world is that I don't really feel like Brit Marling's done anything since. It feels like a very specific exactly. it's not like she's got like nine projects on the go. No, it's like I'm there's something quite pure and like un complicated it's like this was the thing she was supposed this to make this was her life work yeah this was her yeah it does have a feeling and i'm sort of intrigued if she's doing anything at the moment like what well, she I'm does i'm having now. a look now she has not done a single thing since the oa not a single thing she says what here that fuck? she's like there's something called um retreat which is a, an upcoming american television limited series created by brit marling and zal batman 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 Glee. Oh, when is that? The way it doesn't say. Uh, her role is someone called Lee. Uh, she's also the writer, director, and exec producer for it. But this was like, so this, this, this article first came out in 2021. It's going to mm. be, it's apparently going to be on the FX channel. 
that to me doesn't sound like a project that's still happening. Yeah, because also maybe it was, I don't know. I mean, it it's so, why so cryptic? I mean... It's like I'm looking it's at the just, dead, I'm looking at the deadline article, um, and it just it, it's 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 very thin. You know, it's a press release. Really, we're delighted to blah 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 blah, and that was from August thirteenth, twenty twenty one. There has been not a peep about that show since. I don't understand. Also, like something I think about a lot is when you're someone like Britt Marling, who got paid for two seasons of the show. Don't get any royalties because it's on streaming. Yeah. Don't get any residuals. How does that person make a living? How are they? Yeah. How are they? How do they do it? You know, well, they paying must get, for their groceries, yeah. paying for their mortgage. Like I don't understand it. Okay, so there's a bit more. So according to this, it's happening. According to the Wikipedia page, it's happening. So Britt Marling's playing Lee. Emma Corrin's in it. <gasps> Clive, Amazing. Clive Owen is in it. Um. Okay. But it's it's still like you know. Let's have a look. We'll see if there's anything about it that comes up. Uh, casting the role. Da, 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 da. So this cast series began principal photography on the February the seventh last year. Okay, well that's not that's not too. With filming taking place in New Jersey, United States, New Zealand in April 2022, they also did some in late December. In late, so apparently it wrapped late December. 2022 so we may hear something about this they've wrapped late december great so they'll probably either put it in at like fall winter yeah this year or they'll do it next year so that sounds exciting so it's come from the same part i'm still kind of holding on like you say there's a there's a big gap there with no work you know there's like yeah i find it very very interesting six years with 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 not a single piece of work yeah 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 i just don't understand how you do it and i mean you know you do take meetings and like, i've got a friend who does like writers rooms for things and yeah, you do get paid quite a lot yeah, stuff like that yeah you get paid of- you get you get paid money to just like even just consult on stuff mm. without having your name on it but i'm like that doesn't strike yeah, she doesn't strike doing? me as that kind of gal though no. uh or you know, i, know, she, I she, don't i find it if anyone knows what <laughs> yeah. how brit marling she didn't reply mortgage she didn't reply to my dm she didn't Did you actually DM her? I DM'd her saying, asking her to come on this. Yeah, for sure. I've, I've, I might try and put a call in to, to Jason Isaac's people. I, I occasionally exchange DMs with Sharon Van Etten, you know. Maybe I should ask her. I don't want to blow, yeah, I mean, I don't I want just, to blow my DM relationship with Sharon Van Etten by being... Do you know what's also really interesting, though? Like, So I was sort of... I'm obsessed with the guy who plays Homer, mm. Emery Cohen. I don't know anything about him. No, he's not really, but he's doing like small projects, but I was like, you're, he's first of all, just one of the most handsome men I've ever seen. But also I'm like, <laughs> where did you come from? Where are you? It does feel weirdly appropriate for the nature of the show that we're asking these questions. Like, yeah. Where is everyone? <laughs> well, yeah. And also everyone gone. Yeah. That it wasn't this breakthrough, that it wasn't a breakthrough role. It should have been a breakthrough role for him, really. You know, yeah, he, he did. I think he did some theatre. He's in the, now I was in the place beyond the pines. He's done quite a bit of stuff, but nothing kind of like huge. Mm. A few films, but all kind of like who knows? Who knows? It's very interesting, yeah. anyway. And so, I, so I'm, really I, you know, I'm all intrigued. down on that. I'm going down that wormhole that actually maybe the OA is just pulling the rug out, pulling, he's going to pull the rug from underneath us at some point and just come back. Um, but yeah, two episodes. Part two, fucking great. Loved it. 
Um, yeah. I love the kind of, you know, someone who raves about the brand storyline in Thrones for the past God knows how many weeks. I love a bit of Destiny. I love a bit of Supernatural and dreams mm-hmm. and visions and all that. Right up my warging alley, mate. Um, <laughs> I think it also just, it, it, it feels not out of the, it feels like, I watch it and I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. Mm. Like there's a, a conviction to this, the science of it all that yeah. is quite like yeah, yeah. rare. Yeah. And I think they explain it all, but they also don't. And I think they've just got such a handle on what they're doing. And yeah. I think it's just, that's what's really exciting. Yeah, um, I agree. If I'd had more time, I'd have done some research on the parable of the sower, which was the book that was referenced. Yes. In that. I'm, I'm very sh- intrigued by that. I'm sure that there will be some, some kind of Easter eggy kind of thing in there. Maybe I'll have a look at that. I just, it's just such a shame that not doing it more of, I'm just, you know, now, you know, now, you know, the upset that we all felt welcome, welcome to our pain. So why did it get canceled? Is it not doing enough numbers? Who? I mean, who knows? Who knows? You know, uh, Netflix always say, you know, we've never canceled a successful show and and it's just, but it's about how you, People are arguing, that's fair enough, but how are you measuring success? Because you can't, you know, binning so many shows after one season is just demoralising. Mm. Demoralising for the makers, you know, it's it, it, it's demoralising for the viewers. As I've said to you, I'm put off from watching things until there's a few seasons under the belt. Yeah. It's, what was that one, 18, the one from the guy 1877, yeah. Just So apparently I heard uh, that the one of the reasons they... Like one of the reasons they cancelled that was that the people dropped off. The drop off rate was really high. Oh, I see. What's so they didn't stick with it until the till the finale. Yeah. Right. So like everyone loved episode one and two, but not many people watched episode five. Which to that I would say, this is what happens when you put them all out at once. Yes, that's a good point. Like the bit, it's the binge model is the problem, and they're just yeah. not willing to change that, it's, and they're not willing to. And I'm guilty. You know what? I'm guilty of. Th- I'm as guilty of that as anybody of kind of like binging through it, but, but my phone distracting me or like I, I start yeah. making dinner during the fourth episode and kind of half watching it. And then by the time I get back, I've forgotten what, you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, you're, yeah. You're bang on. I think, I think yeah. with, with like, with the way that TV is now, like the routine of watching stuff is really important. Yeah. And I think binging sort of, um, goes against the, the way that we have routine with what we consume. Like the podcasts I listen to, you know, I listen to certain podcasts on a Monday morning. I do some on a Thursday afternoon. Like yep, exactly there's a routine so. to it. And yep. if you imagine bin, you wouldn't never binge a podcast. Like, no, we do when you first discover it, but then it's only kind of, oh great. I want to catch up a little bit. You know, I want to catch exactly. up. To, to, but I mean, you know, you know, two of the, the other shows that we talk about on here so far, you know, Game of Thrones, House of Dragon, and we're going to be talking about Succession 2, three yeah. sh- and Last of Us, four huge shows coincidentally all from the same broadcaster um uh but all of those uh eked out week by week by week and it's been yeah, really none good none of them now no do, it's, do weekly the only the only ones that don't do weekly is netflix like yeah the Amazon marvel Prime stuff do, does weekly i guess yeah, clarkson's farm is an example but that's not really drama and um, or actually um they did like three drops didn't they they sort of did like three sets which was of, which felt good actually because it felt like yeah. you got a movie length um well that's what i like about disney is i think they really are playing around like yeah does it we give people two episodes of you know uh, miss marvel or we'll try three and then we'll do it weekly or we'll yeah. do it and you I know ju- I, I like that yeah like i think playing around i think netflix are in a whole world of pain I really do. Oh, 100%. Like, um, they need to- it's a shame because a lot of really nice people work there and it's, you know, God, I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Netflix. They they saved Same. my ass during um, 
lockdown uh, with work and stuff like that. So I'll always be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, just quick note before we go, uh, just checking on the last of us on, on what you just said, I'm really pleased. Not that I've got any investment yeah. in it, apart from being, just being a huge fan that, people are fucking loving it and that week by week thing the interest has just grown and grown it has. and grown we always knew episode three was going to be a, a kind of catalyst for kind of like a virality and kind of people talking about mm-hmm. it but people are just really invested in the story now and it's fucking great to watch and i caught up yeah, again last night and watched it i was like oh my god i remember this now yeah so good yeah and i think it was last week they dropped an episode early because of the super bowl That's right, which yeah. is what they yeah. always do with hbo they always drop you know and it's just it's working with your audience. Yeah. It's, to get it's a little tweak. It's a little, it's a little nudge. It's a little tweak. I have to show yeah. you my purchase. Wait. Oh, go on. Yeah. So because the last of us episode three was such a, I think will go down as being one of the greatest episodes of television of all time. I thought, I, I thought mm-hmm. I'd commemorate it with a bit of merch and Got oh my god, I love it! Extraordinary fan made t shirt. Uh, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you'll see it, but it just says Bill and Frank, uh, rest in peace, kings. <laughs> <laughs> and then underneath, I was never afraid before you showed up, like just with a beautifully kind of like, oh my god, it's like a t shirt that you bought on holiday from like a, a yeah, yeah, it looks like it was like a ninth, so in the 90s, yeah. it's quite old school, it's awesome. It? Oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. Very interesting just to see it grow and grow. Um, I've been trying to see how the finale goes down, actually, um, of, of The Last of Us. I think I don't know, I think it's like two weeks, two weeks time. So we'll, we'll check mm. back. We'll check, maybe we'll check back in, do a rewatch of the finale, have a, have a little chat about that maybe. We'll see yeah, yeah, we should. We but should we have got a shitload in. to do uh, coming up. So we've got the OA to finish, which we'll do in next three weeks, maybe. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Game of Thrones is careering uh, its way through. But just to let uh, listeners and, and viewers know, we're going to be going all in on succession. We are. Oh, my God. We we're going to be doing um, a full week by week uh, episode of that. And with any luck, cross fingers, uh, maybe get some of the people, the people behind the show on it as yes. well. Uh, we did it last year, uh, almost like a precursor to Dragon Cast. We did it with Grace Dent. Um, on overly over on previously on going to migrate it over uh to dragon cast um so yeah. hopefully so if you're not into succession i think you if you like you know if you're listening to us after all this time and you like house of the dragon you like game of thrones you like the oa and all that you'll yeah. like succession you'll you'll really dig it um do nothing so, like it yeah on telly, you know well there is and it's game of thrones i think you know if you, <laughs> yeah do you know what i mean it's the closest mm. weirdly it's the closest thing to it it's a modern day boardroom drama family drama but it's it, it is game of thrones and yeah yeah all the yeah, things you is. like about game of thrones are present and correct apart from maybe the incest but you know season five <laughs> um listen yeah. we've been waffling on chris absolute pleasure uh pleasure glad you love those two strap yourself in it's a wild ride from here on in. Um, we're like we're like at the precipice, you know, on the roller coaster, and you just yeah. just start to teach, holy shit, and there we go. It's going to get even uh, more bananas. We'll be back on Monday with uh, whatever it is you guys have chosen for our Game of Thrones rewatch, Season and five. later on in the week uh, with OA Part Two, Episodes Three and Four. Until then, I don't. We can't even do this. Uh, there's a seed please we need to put some watercress growing out of our ears yeah (laughs) Chris see you later buddy see you later 
If you'd like to get involved in the podcast, just head over to Twitter at DragonCast underscore pod or email DragonCast at DaftDoris.com and leave us your Easter eggs, predictions and thoughts on the show. You can also watch this episode over on our YouTube channel. Just search for DragonCast Jamie East. Any support, whether it's a follow, a share, a mention to your friend on the bus or a tattoo on your backside is very much appreciated. DragonCast is hosted by me, Jamie East, along with Chris Mandel and is a Daft Doris production. Drakarkas. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.